Well, our first two readings have are very appropriate for our memorial today of St. Francis Xavier Cabrini. The first two readings have to do with God's uh, interest in and care for and, and really preferential option for the poor. And St. Francis Xavier Cabrini uh, had dedicated her whole life to the service of the poor. This woman was uh, just an absolutely remarkable woman. I'm so impressed uh, with the lives of the saints and uh, the amount of productivity, whether it be invisible spiritual productivity or productivity in the apostolate and natural works uh, of um, charity and uh, social justice. Uh, she she died when she was 67, and by the time she had died she at 67, she had instituted 67 institutes of orphanages, schools, hospitals. That was the, the work that her religious order had done. And I think maybe the idea or the theme today that I want to have in my homily is the importance of not giving way to the spirit of discouragement. Okay, we have, there's what's called the seven deadly uh, sins, right? Or that's, that's the kind of the popular term. More technically, you should call them the seven, um, the seven deadly vices is really the more accurate, uh, designation of these, of these seven, um, bad habits. One of them is we refer to it popularly as sloth. But sloth, or laziness, it's, it, there's a whole world of meaning to that. It's very, very kind of important. It really has to do with the heart um, getting discouraged in the face of difficulties and actually of its own accord voluntarily choosing not to rejoice in the love of God. Very, very interesting, you know. And um, um, uh, it's a distaste for spiritual effort, spiritual works. Okay? Because we sense deep down in our hearts that... You know, as we move through the spiritual life, we're going to encounter opposition and hardship. And uh, it requires of us more than just psyching ourselves up. It requires more of us than just taking a caffeine pill, you know, and getting the job done. It requires more of us than uh, than basically brute force that we generate our own. It requires a kind of a courage that's so fine and so spiritual, you can you can very easily miss it. And it's a kind of work and it's a kind of effort that it comes from the very depth of our being and it has as its source of energy the Holy Spirit. Okay, but it's us cooperating as well. So that's what the spiritual life requires, that kind of spiritual effort. And uh, when we're faced with these difficulties and we see the need to put spiritual effort forward, the vice of sloth tells us to, ah, it's not worth it. Draw back. Go to comfort zone. Okay, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And uh, just hold, hold off. You know, don't, don't go in all the way. Don't fully commit yourself. Don't give yourself to the love of God and the joy that comes and the zeal that comes naturally from the love of God. So that's the spirit of sloth. And I see St. Francis Xavier Cabrini as an amazing example of someone who resisted that vice and grew in the virtue of spiritual fervor uh, and zeal and and optimism in in a spiritual sense. 
She was born the 13th child of uh, parents in northern Italy, and she was born premature, and that affected her for the rest of her life. So she was kind of frail in constitution and delicate in, in her health. Her health was not very good. Okay, So in the midst of these constant physical ailments, she still put off this incredible spiritual effort to get closer and closer to God. She wanted to join a religious order. In fact, it was the same religious order that had educated her since she was a little girl. Okay, So she probably had these deep relationships with all these sisters, and she wanted to join the religious order when she was 20 years old. Her parents had just died. Okay, now she was 20, but at the same time, it's kind of young to have both your parents die. Her parents had died. She was kind of free of obligations towards them, caring for them. She wanted to join a religious order, and the religious order that had raised her, that had been her family since she was a little girl, said to her, no, we can't take you because uh, your frail health, it's going to become a problem for the order. And that's a common reason, and a good reason for religious orders to reject people, is because of frail health. Okay, And so she was rejected. You know, by her own family. Did she get discouraged? Did she get, you know, downhearted? Did she like indulge in sloth? No, not at all. She went full steam ahead. She says, okay, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to start a school. So she started a school. She lived as if she was a nun. Okay, even though she wasn't part of a religious order. She attracted to herself all of these young women who wanted to imitate her example. And they, they cared for, they, they started an orphanage. And they started a, a, a like a, a primary school, grammar school, and uh, she kept going. And she actually took of her own accord uh, vows, religious vows, when she was 27. And then she founded her own religious order, obviously with the cooperation of her bishop, when she was 30. Okay, and they started to build all of these orphanages and schools in Italy. And she took when she took her vows when she was 27. She gave herself the name, added the religious name Xavier, because she wanted to emulate Saint Francis Xavier who was a missionary to the East because that was her her um, life's dream, was to be a missionary in China. Okay? And so that was from the get-go. She wanted to do that. Well, as, she, as her religious order became more successful and picked up steam, she went to the Pope and said, I want to go East. Can you give us permission to go East? And he said, you know what? The West needs you. America needs you. Go to America. There's all of these Italian immigrants flooding the United States of America through New York City, and they need you. They're, 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 they're poor, they're uneducated, there's lots of orphans, go and take care of them. So she went, okay? By the time she died, they had established orphanages and schools and hospitals in New York City, Chicago, the suburbs of Chicago, um, Denver, Colorado, Golden, Colorado, Los Angeles, Philadelphia, uh, cities all throughout South America and in Europe as well. 67 institutions by the time she died at the age of 67. And she got to America and started all of that when she was 40. So she did that all in, in 27 years. <laughs> I've been ministering for six years. I can't hardly get my sacristy in order. I mean, I'm just astounded at the productivity of the saints because they depended upon the Holy Spirit. They relied upon God's grace, and that's where their zeal, the face of all the discouragement. Oh, and the Bishop of New York City was not supportive of her when she came. <laughs> he was not supportive. Okay? So she was in the face of great opposition and difficulty and potential discouragement. None the, and not to say the least, her life's dream of going to the East was totally shattered, and she and the Pope told her to go to the West. But you know what? After she died... 
her religious order eventually founded houses in China. Can you imagine that? So there she is in heaven interceding, making sure her life's dream when she was on earth was fulfilled from, from heaven. So my brothers and sisters, let's never get discouraged in the face of opposition, hardship, whatever it might be. Let's always choose the love of God and the, and the joy and the zeal that flows naturally from the love of God. Let's never draw back and say, ah, I'm going to go to my comfort zone. Let's always, in the depth of our hearts, put forth the work and the effort that we need to place ourselves in that position where we live lives of inspiration uh, from the Holy Spirit, like St. Francis Xavier Cabrini did. Oh, and by the way, here's her picture. Isn't that nice? So we, we pray to God through her intercession that God would give us that zeal and that love and that joy and that excitement and that spirit of, of courage never to be discouraged.